You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Chicago Audible Podcast. I'm your host for today's show, Nicholas Moriano. And for this week's Meet the Opponent episode, I have a special guest for you. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion and a former first-round draft pick by the Carolina Panthers, Tyrone Poole. In our conversation, Poole details the connection between Teddy Bridgewater and wide receiver Robbie Anderson. He goes into detail about how that Panthers draft class has been doing between Derek Brown, Gator Gross Matos, and Jeremy Chin, and much more. But without further ado, here's my conversation with Tyrone Poole. I'm here with two-time Super Bowl champion and former first-round draft pick by the Carolina Panthers, Tyrone Poole. So we're recording this podcast on a Tuesday afternoon, uh, but there's a football game on tonight between the Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills. Tyrone, how strange does that sound? Uh, you know what? With today's situations and unprecedented times, should I say, anything's possible. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're they're not scheduling games to be played on the moon pretty soon. <laughs> but hey, you got to do what you got to do, and you know it's all about adaptability. And uh, you know, you know what? If you're a football fan, you got to love it. You got football now. It used to be just Sunday and Monday. Now it's Sunday, Monday, Thursday. You got high school on Friday, college on Saturday. Now with the pandemic, you got football Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Bleeding football. You can't get enough football, but I like it. I like it. I know the players, you know, don't like it, but as a fan right now, you know, it's like football, basketball just finished their thing. And uh, congratulations to the Lakers. Uh, baseball is in the midst of their situation. The, NL, the, the NC, um, the National uh, Championships and American Championship. Uh, so football is, you know, bringing up the rear. But as a fan, I love it. Sports every day, every day. Yeah, absolutely. Can't go wrong with that. So, Tyrone, I'm really excited to have you on for this week's Meet the Opponent episode on the Chicago Audible podcast. I know our listeners are, too. So let's just jump right into things and starting with that Panthers offense and specifically with the man under center, Teddy Bridgewater. He was a guy that Bears fans wanted to acquire to compete with uh, Nick or with Mitch Trubisky for that starting job. Obviously, Chicago elected to go with Nick Foles. What has been your assessment so far of Teddy Bridgewater's play through five games? You know, uh, I think first and foremost, starting with that statement you just made, the Bears want to bring uh, Teddy Bridgewater in to compete with uh, Mitch Trubisky. You know, and from a player standpoint, I'm going to speak like this. This is just real stuff. Uh, Teddy didn't want – if I'm Teddy, I believe Teddy said, you know what, I'm better. I'm big. I'm, I'm not saying he's saying he's better than Mitch Trubisky, but he believes that he's a starter and he don't need to compete. He wanted to go somewhere where he knew the job was his and he knew he could play. And 
Carolina gave him the opportunity. He's in a familiar territory. That was the other thing. He's in familiar territory. He understands the offense. So I think from a standpoint, you know, Teddy made the best decision. Uh, just like I could talk about a lot of players that have gone on and either playing with a team now that they're maybe at a backup role, but they're going to have a great season. But for Teddy, you know, I think this was the perfect situation for him. And, um, I think he made the best choice in Carolina right now. The fans are loving it. Uh, Matt Rule is loving it. Joe Brady's loving it. And, you know, all the players and Panther fans are loving it. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of sticking with that offense there, Tyrone, since Christian McCaffrey went down with that high ankle sprain, Mike Davis has been a force these past three games. 219 yeah. rushing yards, 132 yeah. receiving yards, three total touchdowns. What has been your assessment of his play so far, and why has he had so much success? You know what? It starts with the heart. starts with the heart. That's where success starts from. Success doesn't start with you just, you know, by talking about uh, Mike Davis. Success just doesn't Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. Start by him playing running back. It started with him believing in himself. And anytime when you are a person, whether you're in corporate America or athletics it starts with the belief in yourself your heart and i believe mike davis was a starter he was a phenomenal running back even before christian McCaffrey went down he just needed the platform to get out there and show and now he's showing and really he's setting himself up if he continues if he continues he's setting himself up for maybe some money coming down the pipeline so you know but mike davis doing a, a great 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 job hard runner not big not tall but, man, does he bring it when he runs the ball. So, uh, I know he's enjoying it. And, again, that offensive line, they're doing a great job. And it just makes it easier for Teddy to be able to have a running game, any quarterback, any quarterback, to have a great running back. So, Mike Davis doing a great job. I'm proud of it. Yeah, it should be interesting because the Bears had him last year and kind of gave him away for nothing. So, yeah. is this a revenge game that can go in for uh, Mike Davis here? It'll be interesting to watch out for. And sticking with that offense again, Tyrone, Robbie Anderson has been just a great addition for this Panthers offense. Already has three 100-yard receiving games and a 99-yard receiving game through five weeks. What has Anderson provided for this offense so far? You know what? Consistency. Consistency. He's provided that person you can go to in the clutch, that person that's going to make a play. And, again, just like I said, we mentioned about Mike Davis, the heart. The same thing with Robbie Anderson. And I know this as a player, as a former player, the more success you have, the more dominant you become because you already believe in yourself. And if you continue to get the ball just like Robbie Anderson is doing – Believe me, his attitude and his belief in his ability is going to go through the roof even more, and he's going to become more dominant. So as long as Teddy, the offensive line, can protect Teddy and, and, and continue to get that ball to Robbie Anderson, watch me. Watch what I'm saying. He is going to become a household name just because of his consistency and his ability to be that man that is there when Teddy needs that catch. 
Yeah, that's someone that the Bears Davies will definitely be watching out for come Sunday. And before we talk about and go transition to the defense here, I wanted to get your thoughts on first-year head coach Matt Rule. How do you think he's done so far through the first five weeks of this NFL, this unprecedented, crazy <laughs> NFL season so far? You know what? Other than other than that fake punt attempt, uh, you know he's done, <laughs> he's done pretty good. But uh, you know, Coach Rule, he's done a great job coming in. I like the fact that he brought the energy. Uh, he got these guys to thinking. Now I was kind of hesitant about the young team because I believe that you need a few veterans sprinkled here and there, but they have enough veterans on the team that Coach Rule believed that they could keep the excitement, the energy going with these young guys and having, uh, you know, not only were the players young, but the coaching staff was young as far as them playing together. So they were all rookies, so to speak. So he's done a great job in keeping that uniform of a team suited up, booted up, and going out there playing every Sunday or during this pandemic who, who know the Panthers may be playing on a Wednesday so but uh, Matt Rule Coach Rule's done a great job and you know I look forward to see what all he has to offer uh, for the rest of the season which game nine and game ten I tell everybody that is usually the time of the season when you can tell who are the contenders and who are the pretenders everybody starts out the gate fast like a bunch of horses coming out everybody going but after a while, you start to find those who thought they were good start to fall off. So it's all about consistency and maintaining. But right now, Coach Rule, he's off to a great start. You know what, Tyrone, and that's a great point. I think a lot of people, national media-wise, are wondering, who is this Bears team? Yes, they are a 4-1 and one team, but it's been pretty up-and-down season. So this will be a good test against the Panthers this come, upcoming Sunday. Yes. Moving over to the defensive side of the ball, the Panthers are currently ranked as the number four uh, passing defense in terms of yards per game allowed. What has led to that defense having that much success against the pass? Well, I guess the pass, that, those numbers can be misscrewed. And, you know, for myself being a player again, having an opportunity to, 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 to play on a, several great teams, numbers can be misscrewed. There are few numbers that you really can sink your teeth into. But when they say your team is – number one against the pass, number one against the run. That really don't mean nothing. That could mean the opposite. It could mean the reason why you're number one against the run because everybody throwing the ball against you. And it could mean you're number one against the pass because everybody running the ball against you. Nobody's passing. So, uh, you know, those numbers really don't mean anything. Uh, what I try to look at when it comes to the passing game, how many big plays are you giving up? And big plays could be anything 25 yards and over as far as the passing uh, when it comes to the passing. So if you're not giving up big plays and uh, you're not giving up a lot of points, which it seems like sometimes you turn the television on and it seems like a pinball machine going off when you watch football today. But we all know, myself as a defensive guy, it's all about the rules and they want the offense to put fans in the seats. But from my standpoint, defense wins championships. So that's why the Bears are where they are because of their defense. And, uh, you know, but again, passing-wise, you know, I really don't look at who's number one, who's number four. It's, it's, just, it's just all about making plays and not giving up plays. Yeah, and, and speaking of making plays, Jeremy Chin, rookie that the Panthers drafted this past uh, draft, he's, he's been doing that. So how has he yes. been playing so far, and what do you like about his game? 
you know what? He's been playing great. He's been one of those type of guys that, you know, you look at Brown, you know, you look at Burns, you know, you look at Chin, you know, those guys have really been one of the staples of that defense. And Jeremy Chin, he's kind of like that hybrid guy. And it's that guy that you can put him down in the dirt when you want to change to, you know, a, a defensive lineman or stand him up and just let him, you know, move around. But he's going to have a bright future. He's going to have a bright future. He continued to learn the game. Uh, he's going to make some mistakes, but as long as he can understand who he is and just continue to play, 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 then he's going to make more plays than he will not make plays, but he's doing a great job and he's a very important piece to that Panthers defense. Yeah. And it's kind of sticking with the rookies there. How's Derek Brown looked and also Yader gross models. Those are guys Look, the, the Panthers went really heavy uh, in this past draft with defensive guys. And those are young guys that are contributing early on. How have they looked? Yeah. Matos, you know, he's done a great job and that's what the Panthers have been known for. If you look at their history, every team tries to have some type of staple that makes them who they are. You know, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they still had the same philosophy that they had in the seventies and you pretty much still see it today. When I look at the Panthers, you look at all of what they done when they went to the Super Bowl, when they, you know, they had Julius Peppers and, you know, all those guys across the front four, you know, they were winning games with their front four. So Coach Rule said, hey, you know what? Offensively, I think we're going to be okay. And he did something unprecedented. But that's what makes great coaches great coaches. And, again, I've been around a coach that has won six Super Bowls. So I know when coaches are making great decisions that they know they are making them for the team. But when you look at Matos and, you know, you look at Brown, and actually Brown, you know, against the Falcons, he actually jumped off sides. <laughs> and they took him out of the game, you know, a rookie mistake, but, you know, talk to you, hey, you can't do that. But put him back in. But he's going to be a great player. But, again, when you look at those Panthers, that front four, that is where the Panthers, Coach uh, Snow, the defensive coordinator is saying, this is how you win games. You still win game in the trenches. You got to stop the run. You got to put pressure on that quarterback to be able to push the pocket and break down the pocket. And you got to have those outside ends that can just crush the quarterback and keep containment. And that's still how you win games. You still win games by running the ball on offense. And uh, even though you see the game, the game has changed where you see uh, three wide receivers, four wide receivers, was empty, but the game is still won between the tackles. And that's what the Panthers realize on defense. So Matos, Brown, you know, Chin, Burns, you know, the Panthers organization, they understand that defense, again, <laughs> defense win championship, but it starts with that defensive line. Yeah, and the Bears know all about that. That's how they've been having success yes. so, so far this season. And Tyrone, is there a player on this Panthers defense that we haven't talked about that Bears fans should know about for this upcoming Sunday? Well, you know, I, I think, again, um, you got to trade Boston. Trey Boston is a guy, when you talk about the secondary, you know, the Panthers – they got a few guys down, banged up. You know, that's part of the game. You're going to get down, you're going to get banged up. But every position has to have a leader in that group. Defensive line, linebackers, secondary, wide receivers, O-line. Who is that leader? Who is that leader? Running backs. So for the Panthers, I would say for the Bears fans, to look for Trey Boston. Trey Boston is the leader back there in that secondary. No, you haven't been here. Finally. 
a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. His name is almost like a guy who sets a pick, you know, the pick and roll, so to speak, you know, or that guy who they blitz. And I'm talking about basketball when I say a pick and roll. The, the, the guy who basically passes the ball doesn't get the point scored, but he is very important in how that ball is delivered. So the same thing, sometimes you see on a defensive scheme, the guy who is considered the cosmic comic, the guy that comes in and just sells himself out so he allows the other guy to circle around, loop around, to make that sack. His name doesn't get called as much, but the coaches, the players, and every player that turns on that film from other teams know that this guy is an intricate part of that team. And Trey Boston, he is that guy. He's that guy that sets everybody in order and, and puts everybody in check. So uh, keep your eyes on Trey Boston. So Trey Boston goes, so that secondary goes. Great stuff there, Tyrone. And before I ask my last question, I kind of just wanted to ask about your time on Ninja Warrior. What was that experience <laughs> like? And what was your favorite part about that? I love watching it. So I kind of wanted to hear what that was like for you. Oh, man. I'm, I, you know, they have the, uh, the Rock has the Titan, right? The, the Titan show. So uh, people were saying, uh, you know, Tyrone, you should do the Titans. But I said, man, the Titan, again, it's like football. Because, you know, the Rock played football, college football at Miami, right? So when I look at the Titan and I look at the American Ninja Warrior, the American Ninja Warrior was built for me. It was built for the speed guys, the wide receivers, the defensive back, anybody with skills. The Titan, man, that's like offensive linemen and, and big linebackers. You got to move stuff, man. But I love the American Ninja Warrior, met a lot of great people. People, You know, it's not about how big and strong you are it's more about the balance of muscle strength to body weight because if you don't if you hold on to a particular exercise or uh, part of the obstacle course too long your muscles start to wear out and if you notice most of the times when people fall off it's because their hands are above their heart and there's no blood circulation your heart can't pump blood up so when they get stuck in that area they get start to get tired even more so you know they kind of fall off so that's a kind of a little trick of the trade that i'm giving all those who want to try to you know try out for the American Ninja Warrior. You got to be quick. You got to be light. You got to be explosive. But I loved it. I loved it. And I would do it again. And um, uh, yeah, I, I just loved it. And the water wasn't that cold. So you see people fall in that water. You know, it's not as cold. But you do have to be prepared to go all night. That's the other thing that I did not expect about the American Ninja Warrior. They started at nine. That's why you're always seeing it being shot at nighttime because they go from when sundown all the way to six in the morning, they have people running. And I didn't run until about 12 a.m., but I got there at about 5 p.m. So bring some food, bring your sleeping bag because you're gonna be there all night long if you get on that American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> That's awesome to hear, Tyrone. Was there an obstacle or like throughout the course that was the, the most difficult one for you or that you actually enjoyed doing? Well, they're really, they're, the obstacles are not really that difficult. It's all about timing. I'll give you an example. The one that I went out on was the uh, ring. 
the ring where you have to grab the ring and then you uh, attach it to one moving object and then you got to dis dismount and put it onto another uh, hook. And it's all about timing. If you, the key is in that part where I fell down, there's a part in the swing where gravity is not a part of the swing. And then you could take the hook off and then put it on the other hook. But where I messed up at, I tried to take the hook off when gravity was still pulling on me. And I, so gravity was pulling my body down and I didn't have the momentum to go towards the other hook. But I was waiting for that, um, the, the one where you run the ramp. I was waiting for that one, man. I'm like, I was gonna do the biggest one because I knew I could do it because my feet were so quick. And I was just gonna like quick, 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 choppy feet up it and use my strength and grab onto the top and pull up. But I fell off with the ring, but it wasn't because I couldn't do it. It's just, I misjudged my dismount onto the hook so but yeah american ninja warrior man it's fun i love it love it yeah that that sounds like a really good time man it sounds like um you know listeners will definitely enjoy that story you just told yeah. to us uh to kind of end this meet the opponents uh episode and to get back yeah. to football here tyrone i have a two-part uh, question for you okay uh why do the panthers win on sunday why do they win on sunday well why they win on sunday is because as we mentioned you got robbie anderson and you got Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater right now, you look at his percentage of completion. He is throwing the ball where it needs to be. And you got the check down. So the check down, Robbie Anderson, and that offensive line is going to be the key to the Panthers offense being stable and them giving, them giving themselves an opportunity to win. Because I do believe that the Bears are going to try to run the ball, but I do believe that the Panthers offense is consistent enough right now that they can match the Bears score for score if it turns into something like that. So Robbie Anderson, Teddy Bridgewater, and the, the, the dump down to uh, Mike Anderson is going to be the key. And then what will it take for the Panthers to lose and the Bears to win? Man, if the if they don't stop uh, the Bears defense, um, you know everybody's talking about uh, Kalia Mack, but man, there's some guys uh, on that defense that are very tremendous as well. But of course, Mack is the guy, um, and also they got to stop Montgomery because Montgomery. I know the Bears gonna run the ball. Uh, neither one of them, in my mind, can stop the run. The Bears are, uh, you know, the Bears are giving up over 100 yards, I believe, uh, a game. And I think the uh, Panthers are ranked very low when it comes to stopping the run. They're giving up over 120-something yards uh, a game. So I know the Bears are going to run Montgomery, and that's going to give Foles an opportunity to find Allen, who I think is a pretty good uh, doggone receiver, Allen Robinson. So, uh you know, it's going to be a back and forth kind of slow paced game, but I do feel like uh, the fans are going to get their money worth. But I do think the Panthers do have a little bit more uh, on offense than the Bears. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. But Tyrone, thank you so much for taking time yeah, to, no you know, give uh, Bears fans some insight for this upcoming matchup between the Bears and Panthers. So that's going to conclude this Meet the Opponent episode. Make sure to check out the preview podcast later in the week. But until next time, bear down, Chicago. Bear down.